Welcome back to the Lost Zone Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And thanks for joining us again. We hope you all enjoyed last week's filler episode from the old Lost at Home Radio Hour. That was uh, good, da- good old days, man. You remember those days? It's fun listening back on that. Yeah, I know. We, we sounded so young. Yeah, I was actually surprised how good that uh, Kurt Cobain interview came out. It's been a long time since I've listened to it. Yeah, yeah, no, I actually, I totally forgot about those, and, you know, I was gonna try, I couldn't find the one that we did before that, that's when we touched on a lot of the music stuff and stuff, but this last, the, the last one was a little shorter, but he got into a lot of, like, private stuff. I thought that stuff. was a good one to pick anyway from the archive, since we couldn't oh, air, was, yeah. since we couldn't air one, I mean, I had the last Yo Mama on it, um, our TV talk I thought was kind of good, but, you know, if anyone wants to go back and listen to it, it was last week's episode mm-hmm. 50, so just go back and check it out. Five um, this week we're gonna do a special themed episode. Uh, before we get into that, we'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsor. Yeah, and this week's episode, like it has been in the last few weeks, is brought to you by the nice people at Audible. You can go to our website, lostathomepodcast.com, click on the link, uh, or just go straight to audibletrial.com slash lost. You get a free month of Audible and a free audiobook on us. Um, you can choose from over 89 million books. Right, <laughs> <laughs> <I> rounded. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure. I believe it's 150,000 plus titles, actually. <laughs> I just wanted to read what you wrote here as as part of the intro. Um, uh, you can listen to them on all your you know uh, fancy devices and stuff. Um, and if you don't know exactly what to what to try out uh, or pick right off the bat, you can try something a little close to the themed uh, theme of our episode. You can try the comedy of Brad Williams. Um, he's got a new stand up coming up short, or Elmore Leonard's Get Shorty, which is the book the uh, motion picture was birthed from. Um, also, I want to note just because people have been leaving a lot of five star reviews and stuff. Uh, next week is actually technically our first our year episode, right? We our, one year anniversary. We've done exactly one year. Um, we made it. We did it. Well, we haven't yet. We could seriously have some issues between now and then, but we should make it. And uh, for that, we're gonna st- I'm gonna start rolling out some of the five star reviews. I'm gonna start with uh, Quadfather MFT, uh, who was the first one of the. Yeah, uh, we got like uh, five or six uh, five star reviews yeah. this past week. That's alone. from the uh, the Quadfather MFT podcast, right? So. Yeah. Um, we're going to have, um, then after that, kind of like on a weekly basis, roll out some more five-star reviews. So keep them coming. Uh, listen up next week for the Quad Fathers. Going to try to make it special, real special. But uh, yeah, let's get on with the show. All right. And uh, like we said earlier, this uh, show has a theme this week. We decided to, to keep this all in one track. And the other theme this week is midgets. Ooh. Um, dwarves, uh, little people, um, little persons, uh, the height disabled. Okay. Um... We uh we don't um, scum. I I well Fucking no 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 dirt. no. Here um uh, despite what you may have heard, uh life for a little person or a midget as some prefer to be called isn't all high end doll furniture and big gulps that double as above ground pools. Mm. Midgets throughout history and across all cultures have had their highs and their lows. <laughs> yeah, I went there. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lows because. <laughs> Lows that uh, that unfortunately results in our disclaimer that I'm reading right now. Okay. Um, that we will be using the word midget and the word dwarf in this podcast, and we do not hope to offend anyone, but to entertain. Uh, but oh, we so are when going. I said scum earlier. Yeah, I probably should have waited until yeah. after your disclaimer because I, I don't feel that way. No, actually, that was that was actually a pre-written, pre-thought-out disclaimer. I know some little people, which is like saying like I got friends who are black, though I can say. Yeah, things. but I, but I don't <laughs> believe you this time. I do. I, I know people. Yeah. yeah. And I never looked down, so I guess we're even. <laughs> but um, we don't mean to offend. We're here to entertain. And uh, we are going to throw around uh, whatever term we feel is appropriate at any point. Uh, we do apologize ahead of time. But um, away we go. All right. Um, Let's start so us off. Let's kick we're going to start off with some fun facts about midgets. All right. Or dwarves. They're people just like us. Well, let's start off with the idea of what a dwarf is. Okay. It is a being from Germanic mythology and folklore. Or it's a person or animal who has dwarfism. That's the or, right? Because I was going to say, I, from what I understand, dwarfism is like something people can have. Yeah. And when, when a, I think a of dwarf, dwarf like Lord dwarf, of the Rings, it's yeah, like a there's fucking, two kinds. got there's an mythology. axe and he's always eating a turkey on a big fucking bone. Except it's not a big bone. It's like a dog's leg. You're right. It's, it's, just it's, like, it's, it's actually like a tiny chicken wing. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's a, no, just tell him it's a turkey leg. He'll feel better about himself. Dwarfs. <laughs> Dwarfs. And uh, to be clear, um, when we say midget or dwarf, uh, a midget is a person who is short but proportionally formed in their statures. They look like a shrunken down average height person. Like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yeah. And well, I mean, that's like really crazy. And, they and were like dwarf, fucking inches tall. Specifically yeah. is someone who is a person of short stature who has disproportionate shaped bodies. Yeah, dwarfism is what most people think of when they think of midgets. Like their head's a little bigger like, than um, their body. Like Willow. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a or, midget would be more like a mini me from um, the, the the movie. What, what was that? <laughs> that movie that one time, the Austin Powers movie. Austin Powers. Thank you. I, I was actually oh, okay. So that's that. not dwarfism. That's that he would technically be a midget. Although okay. the word midget is considered to be a derogatory term, there is a discrepancy yeah, person, between the right? two terms. Meaning one is one type of person, one's the other. You know what I just said. Okay. Gotcha. I, just, I didn't feel like rehashing it again. Yeah. Yep. Now, uh, for fun facts, we have. Uh, First of all, there is a fear of midgets. It is actually a real thing. I have heard about this. I've yeah, heard and this, yeah. it goes by the name of achondroplasia phobia. And uh, achondroplasia is actually the name of the disease that basically gives people dwarfism. It's where uh, I believe cartilage doesn't form right in some of the joints and uh, growth essentially becomes stunted Fear, due to this. You are afraid of achondroplasia. So you are afraid of someone who has an affliction that yep. they cannot help genetically. Right. So if you have a fear of midgets, you're you're a terrible human being. You're, you're, you might as well have a fear of orientals. And you probably should just pray to Hitler every night before you kill your goat. Well, I mean what i do hey <laughs> you know potato potato i don't know where that fits in but yeah it actually kind of seems like a shitty thing to be afraid of it's like being afraid of like a black person or an oriental like you said you know it's just it's it's horrible you're afraid of someone for I'm, something. I'm doing callbacks from i think last yeah, week so am I. we're yeah. not i, and I realize like now people did. are just like yeah. oh okay same they're just being racist but, next, uh, next week's episode is another themed episode the orient yeah yeah <laughs> no <laughs> chinks gotta live with them uh, another fun fact is you can actually rent a dwarf if you so uh, wanted to. There are actually agencies around the country where you can call them up, write them online, or uh, I don't know. I think those are the only two ways to actually contact anyone. And uh, you can rent right. yourself for a party, an occasion, or just like a pub crawl, uh, your very own dwarf. Now, you're hoping that like this is going to be what to to for to look at? Well, it or to hang out you, with, like you, a buddy? It depends on what you want them for. Because um, I think, like, I don't know. I think either way, because didn't we cover, either we covered a story or we talked about it once, or maybe I just remembered it from something else. But there is, like, the dwarf tossing is, like, a big thing in Florida. You know, even though we're not doing a flirty segment, we'll t bring Florida We're going to touch on that later on in the show, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. See, see uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm jumping the gun here. No, no, um, I've, I've got all bases covered. Well, anyway, yeah, so... So that like was you know, like that was gonna be illegal, blah blah blah, things like that. So, but you can, but so you can is... rent it for like a private dwarf tossing. First of all, let's work on our pronouns. <laughs> okay. You said you could rent it. <laughs> <laughs> let's watch our pronouns, Jer. Uh... <laughs> oh my god! See, that was the one thing not included in your disclaimer. We will also Jeremiah will also call it it like a fucking asshole. I would I would call like a person a it. I would call a person it too. Oh my god, that was even worse. <laughs> yeah, keep digging. I'm oh just gonna sit back and let this hour go by. It's only gonna take me a few minutes to dig a dwarf size hole here. <laughs> okay, I'm continue, so, continue. I'm so glad there's a disclaimer. Oh my god, yeah, that fucking fixes it all. So uh, continue. So um, I actually went to one of the websites. Uh, I went to shortdwarf.com. All right. And um, I Shit. looked into what it would take to actually rent a midget. And they have a contact form where you can book one ahead of time for your event. Um, this is a company that was started in 1980. And actually, they got into a little bit of hot water several years ago. Um, did you ever hear about that Tyco scandal? Um, you mean one of, like one of the head CEOs of the company Tyco? You was, mean like the toy company or whatever? Uh, Tyco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was uh, on a basically a giant pleasure, pleasure cruise yacht type thing for a private party with other rich CEOs, and they rented a dwarf, and uh, apparently there was dwarf tossing that happened on board. Okay. And uh, this is way back in the eighties, but uh, actually one of the co-owners of this company was uh, around then and kind of refuses to comment on it from what I've seen. But um, there's a contact form where you can hire your midget, and it's a pre-qualification form. Um, all your regular stuff, like first name, last name, company name, contact number, email address, uh, the date of your show, uh, time of your show, what city, what province. Um, and then it, when you scroll down, it gets even more detailed, and this is what I thought was kind of weird. Like, what keyword phrases or keywords separated by a comma did you use to find us in Google? Maybe they're huh. just using that to see, you know, how, how, how they, you know, do like how like, how would you look for us? SEO type stuff, yeah, exactly. or whatever, or or maybe it's like, did you type in, um, can I rent a dwarf to murder? And then you'll like be like, oh, you know, maybe I don't want to do this. Yeah, and then and um, I, most of them on this uh, site, which is what I kind of expected, but before you call me out on my pronoun misusage, um, I expected exactly this. It's Leprechaun, 
Leprechaun, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's leprechaun, anything short. Leprechaun. Yes, yeah. Um, and then we have things like, uh, what do you and the attendees hope to get out of the event? What results do you want to see? And what can we expect from the personalities and behaviors of the attendees? And how does the group relate to each other? And how do they spend their discriminatory time and money? Okay. Very, very detailed. And then the last question on the form, which requires a, uh, a, a any length of response that you choose to give, is what else or other can you share about your event before we have a chance to talk? With this other section of the form, try to describe as much detail as possible. For example, my Christian mother's 53rd birthday is being held on Friday, May 22nd in a pizza bar with about 75 friends and family invited at an outdoor clothing optional volleyball tournament in Paducah, Kentucky. We'd like a male dwarf dressed as a leprechaun to deliver a singing telegram and serve drinks for the remaining 75 minutes. We've spent $37 on food and drinks and a 30-piece gothic band from Australia, and we have $3,129.23 left over for dwarf entertainment. Huh. That is a very, 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 specific. very specific example, but I get what they're meaning. They actually would like you to spell it out in, in other, yeah. certain terms. It doesn't mean everyone has to be as weird as that, just like my mama wants to blow a dwarf. I, I love the... Uh, Big the, deal. The, the, the She's 90. Goth. She fucking needs to blow a dwarf. Blow a dwarf, yeah. It's, it's on her bucket list. Yep. So she has actually she, a very... She se- needs one of those like cocktail weenies in her mouth. She has a separate uh, <laughs> a bucket list just of dwarf stuff. And buckets. And but well not yeah it's a different one actually they do they do cross section like a Venn diagram of when she puts the dwarf <laughs> yes. in the buckets she dunks a dwarf in a bucket of hot sauce and sucks its gherkin or whatever it is you said it was yep cocktail yep. weenie yeah yep and the Venn diagram they, it actually edges together so much the cleavage is pretty pretty amazing oh yeah yeah I love the cleavage on a good Venn diagram oh it's, it's brilliant and sometimes it's actually like kind of disgusting it's so mashed together. Now, um, the last part of this here, or not last part, the next part of this is uh, midget towns. Okay. We've all heard of the ideas of like, uh, you're driving through the country, you come across a town where all the houses are tiny. All the the yards are smaller, the driveways are smaller, everything's built for a person of half stature, essentially. Okay. Um, What actually comes from this is that that they don't really exist for the most part. There's rumors of them existing all around the country, like in Fairfax County, Virginia, there's a rumor of one existing... In Jefferson Township, New Jersey, there is uh, evidence of one, but as far as we can tell, once again, it feels like it doesn't exist because every time you hear these stories, there's no proof. There's no photographs. Yeah, there, you, you would think somebody would have That's what That was my issue is as I was researching this, I kept coming across more and more of these where they're like, well, yeah, we heard about one on the outside outskirts of Cincinnati, and every time we drove out to look for where it would be, we just couldn't find it. And it's Which, like... That means it was not there, right? No, I but mean, it's not like it's a real town. It doesn't have like a post office, a police station, a fire department. It's more of a cluster of homes. Yeah. A tiny, um, tiny cluster. And it's, it's small and probably probably in like a, a very wooded area. And uh, they're, they're, they have hair on their feet and they're smoking pipes. I love that the one out of New Jersey, some people have claimed to have found over the last 40 years, but have said that the, uh, the midget residents are hostile and xenophobic and therefore will shoot guns at outsiders. Really? Are they tiny little guns? Um, uh, yes. Do they use like handguns? Is, is shotguns? Saw, sawed off shotguns. Oh, those are fucking worse, actually. Those will, <laughs> those will fuck a motherfucker up. Um, as far as we can tell, though, the only truth to that is there's uh, there are rumors that the Ringling Brothers Circus may have built some houses there of smaller stature for some of the people who worked on the circus. But um, there's actually an even bigger rumor that uh, the Wizard of Oz cast, the Munchkins, yep. actually had their own town built in California in the 1940s, and it was named Midget Town. Uh, this was supposed to be near... Uh, oh, there were a lot of them on that. There, yes, and um, this was near the Lalinda Development on Long Beach in California. But what they found is that the site where these homes should have been built was actually subdivided in 1922, and the houses were built in 1938, well before the movie was made. So nothing there could have been built post Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So once again, that rumor doesn't Wizard of exist. Wizard of Oz came out in 38 or 9, right? 39, I think. Um, the only one I could find was even slightly real is in uh, Ontario, Canada, in uh, Mississauga. Uh, there is a myth of a town, but as far as we can tell, it does exist. There are seven to eight small houses in a small playground. They're blocked off by a fence that sounds an alarm if anyone touches it. And currently, teenagers basically go there to, like, check it out and, like, you know, say they got to be there and got to see it. Ooh. And because of that little bit of urban, like, legend tripping these kids are doing where they're trying to go find it, there are our proof that it exists. Okay. Um, and the last one I was able to dig up was in uh, Kunming, China. And this isn't so much a town as it is a kingdom of the little people. 
Ooh, that's much better than a um, town. This is an amusement park in China where they are hoping, as of this year, to employ upwards of 1,000 people of small stature. Good, good, good. Um, being a midget means you are four foot three or under. And, yeah, totally um, yeah essentially what they're looking to do is create this environment where the people come out and do stage performances, sing songs, do dances, uh, do fake sword fights, etc. And there's even a king midget, king dwarf that like presides over it all. And it's a show that's done, I think, twice a day for the public. And they get paid in turn. I think it's 180 to 480 American dollars. Uh, that's what the translation would be. But they yeah. get free room and board and free food. And they live in basically a dormitory style setup. And a lot of them who live there say this is the most normal they've ever been treated. Because there are a thousand of them. And they have their own community. Well, they, they, become, they become the majority them. in that community. Yeah. Where all of a sudden the other people have to actually like step into their realm and actually live like with that majority exactly yeah and once again uh it's not just like a bunch of rich people like ordering one dwarf off the internet and be like let's throw it around on a yacht right exactly uh the the one thing is that uh human rights organizations once again are screwing everything up for people Um, (laughs) they always are (laughs) I feel like they should just, you know, butt out sometimes. Because, like, in this situation, to, they're trying it, to shut it down, and they're they're calling and it a travesty, and well, and they, the, the thing, people it, like it. And, and I'm, I'm sure, like, like the human rights organizations sometimes have to actually realize that they're being just as bigoted by assuming that they know better than the group that they're representing. Like, sometimes yeah. they should maybe, I don't know, talk to the group itself. I'm sure, like, there's a, a coalition uh, that, that will actually, like, might be essentially a union that could speak up for these people, and you're I, just you're just assuming like oh because we assume it's uh, I agree hundred percent it's, it's negative and like we get to live in our entitled you know big person worlds and we just assume this is what's negative and bad instead of actually like meeting with these people and being like oh how do you actually feel about this is this good all right well maybe it's not yeah um, a lot of these people like, I understand they, they, like they're happy the way they are no good, they're getting paid they're being in in China especially anyone without like. Any kind of deformity. They they don't get schooling. Most people with uh, physical deformities in China are illiterate. They don't even get to go through school. Um, The schooling systems basically only uh, try to benefit the people who are most likely to succeed in life. Right. And if you have any kind of physical deformity or even a mental learning disability, they tend to just push you to the side and you will grow up without a good education. Ruin their statistics, man. I mean. So being born small, even like a midget, which is basically someone who's completely normal in every respect, just missing a couple inches in height, especially will, will compared get shoved to, to the side in China. Especially compared to, to, I mean, the average Asian height is. Oh, and a, and a midget girl. <sighs> oh, ouch, hmm. ouch, hmm. ouch. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I don't really want to go there with you, the jokes, but you go ouch and I go. Hmm. Mm. You go ouch and I go. Hmm. Now, um, now that we brought you these fun facts on uh, dwarves and midgets, uh, tone. I think it's time to go into the history of dwarves and midgets. And let's take a step back. In uh, in six in the year six, the uh, first midget was made by Jesus in his uh, carpentry Clearly. shop. Yeah, um, he just was lazy. Fucking, he was like called it a day to like fuck it, good yeah. enough. His just name whittled. was Pinocchio. Oh, that little guy. Yep, and he was Jesus made him, and he was eaten by a forest fire. Wait a minute. This... Oh no, I'm sorry. He was actually grabbed by Romans and refashioned into a cross. Uh, the bitter oh, okay. irony of Jesus' death was he was hung on his own creation. Sorry, Daddy, <laughs> he's fucking hanging on. <laughs> It's okay, son. You're I not understand. sorry. I feel your dick poking me in the butt. <laughs> oh goodness, that's yeah. the part that grows on me. <laughs> uh, how do we? We just got Pinocchio accidentally molesting Jesus, who is his dad, on the cross. All in one little fucking little snap. Him. Bam, bam, bam. Yeah, we, we're good like Lost that. Lost at home podcast, baby. Bam, 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 bam. But in all actuality, our history lesson with midgets is going to start with the year 1560. Mm. Um, some of you out there may actually know the name of Tycho Brahe. Uh, Brahe? Brahe? Is Brahe? it Brahe or Brahe? Brahe is usually how I... I'm, that when, in my I physics said, classes, that's how I would always heard it pronounced. Brahe? But yeah. Okay, I'm going to need to get used to that. Tycho Brahe, Brahe is... I always thought I, it was Tycho Brahe. Well, it could be. Like, Tycho Brahe. Like, it could be. I don't know. But I in, in my physics classes and, and uh, math classes, I always heard Tycho Brahe. But. Now, um, Tycho Brahe is not a midget in and of himself. Um, he actually was what we would call a, the owner of one. Um, to give you a little background on Tycho Brahe and why he's actually an important person, period, is he is one of the most famous astronomers ever yep. who you don't know the name of. 
<laughs> essentially. No, he well he a lot he, of a lot of people don't know he pre, his name. He predated, well, no, I mean if you took yeah, exactly. It was more like if you take astronomy class and they're like, hey, you everybody thinks fucking Galileo's a shit and Kepler's a shit, but this guy kind of in the middle of that was Tycho Brahe. Kepler actually, actually worked with him. Yeah, so yeah, yeah it was he was around the same time as Kepler, predating uh, what Galileo and and. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that Tycho Brahe has a bunch of other weird things about him in life. For instance, uh, over an argument over a math problem, he got into a sword duel with another mathematician friend <laughs> and um, had his nose sliced off with a sword in the duel. Uh, from that point on, he actually wore one of three different noses depending on the event, one copper, one silver, and one gold, which uh, I believe he was buried with a copper one because when they exhumed Somebody his grave at them. one point, they found uh, the green from oxidizing copper oh. all over his skull and face. Somebody stole the gold one, man. I would steal the gold one. The gold and silver were probably stolen upon his death. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, fucking leave him with the copper one, man. Um, or maybe copper was worth more. I don't know. But uh, he um, lived in a castle and was quite wealthy and was the lead astronomer for, what was it, uh, Denmark? Sure. I believe it was Denmark. Um I'm I'm pretty I'm I'm far removed from my uh my physics and astronomy stuff. Oh, that's probably, quite fine. We're not actually going to talk about the okay. intellectual portion of this. That's good cuz it's like This is more the the weird side of it. In uh 1560, he lived in a castle where he kept a rather unusual group of entertainers. He employed a little person named Jep, who Brahe uh believed possessed psychic powers. Jep okay. was his court jester and spent most dinners under the table. I can understand. The, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so he had a psychic midget court jester that he made sleep under the table. I, I, I would just assume it was, it, it, was his, it was his fucking little blowjob buddy. He was just like, I want to eat this turkey leg while you fucking suck me under the table. Because I'm Tycho goddamn Brahe, for Christ's sake. The reason I bring this up is this is the closest to modern age, but still pretty far away historical reference to a dwarf that I could find uh, in relation to someone else famous and I thought it was kind of interesting that there was one that basically was an employee but treated like a dog and uh, it, it sounds he like he was treated worse than Brahe's other pet um, Brahe had a elk a domesticated yeah. tamed elk that Why he not? kept as his prized pet. I mean, I guess in Denmark, maybe. Oh, didn't we cover something on the show recently? Recently about reindeer like, uh, and about reindeer being like deputized. Yeah, and shit like that? So yeah. I, I guess maybe like an elk was a big. You could fucking ride it. You could fuck it. You could hang out with. It, you could drink beers with it. Little old fucking midgety McDog face fucking under the table. It's good for <laughs> sucking dick, Jep. sucking dick, and sucking dick. Under and that's the all table. Jep is. Jep suck my dick. And then he gets this Jep. chicken wing that looks like a giant ham. Yeah, bone. exactly. Yeah, he's like, oh look at you. Oh yeah. He just like feeds him scraps, and he thinks it's a fucking meal like crazy. And he's like, thank you, sir. I'll fucking suck your dick better. And he's like, want me to wipe your ass too? And he gets all up in there. He fucking climbs right up in that asshole, and he's fucking he's scrubbing. He's fucking scrubbing with. Rummy pads and Tycho Brahe. He's like, that's a good boy while he's fucking his elk. <laughs> and he deputizes his elk for some reason. <laughs> I like that story. That's a good story. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't allow me to prepare for a show. I just... You, you made the, the actual facts of the story less funny, even though they are funny. Um, Tycho, okay. <laughs> so Tycho Brahe's uh, elk, which what was his prize pet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um... Met a weird and bizarre end. He was actually uh, drinking beer while visiting a nobleman. And the this is elk the elk, was... not Tycho. Oh, so it was right. He was fucking yeah. feeding his elk The, the elk got drunk and... on beer and actually died by drunkenly falling down a flight of stairs. Holy shit, that's awesome. That's actually pretty... <laughs> I was saying, you know, he was fucking chugging whiskey and, and beer with his with his elk buddy. Now, um, his, his name was... Uh, what was the elk's name? Uh, it didn't say ever. Really? Nowhere. So we got Jep. We got fucking dog, dog we got Jep. Jep. And that's it. We don't have the elk's name. Uh, what's his name then? What do you what do, what do you want it to be? Um, Elky. Slippy. 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 After, well, that would be like post mortem name after like, he slipped down the stairs. Uh, I like flat surfaces. The elk. <laughs> <laughs> Worst kids toy ever. One, the sharp edges on the fucking elk's uh, antlers. Yeah. Right. Uh, versus also the name. Not very good. Yeah. It's uh, no Sonic the Hedgehog. No, no, but what is Sonic the Hedgehog? Who Mario. is a midget too? He's small, of short. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, of yeah. short stature. Yeah, uh, the Mario Brothers, I think, were pretty short too, right? Yeah. Until they ate the mushroom, and then, and then like, they gained well, normal they, height. They, Maybe they midgets just start eating enough mushrooms. Maybe that will, that's what would cure their uh, angioplastia. Androcolaspi <laughs> myopia. Uh, we. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean? We read things off of the the paper. Uh, uh, All right. Echondroplasia? Yes, that. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. Um, maybe the cure for that is mushrooms. Maybe the Mario Brothers have uh, taught us yet another valuable lesson about life. What? Okay. 
What have you cure, learned from curing dwarfism? Curing dwarfism is probably the big one. Um, um, eating stars makes you invincible. Right. Uh, that, that's right. If you can eat a star. Uh, honestly, if you can eat a star, you fucking seriously are invincible. Ki killing turtles is tantamount to believing in God. <laughs> and there, I like that one. That one's really good. I like that one. <laughs> it's like these fucking people killing turtles, stepping on them yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, historically, the next reference I could find to a midget uh, happened in 1849, and it was Edgar Allan Poe in a one short of my story Hop named Frog, Hop yeah. Frog. Um, Hop Frog is the title character, a dwarf taken from his homeland who becomes a jester of a king, particularly fond of practical jokes. Uh, taking revenge on the king in his cabinet for striking his friend and fellow dwarf, Trapetta, he dresses them as orangutans for a masquerade. In front of the king's guests, Hopfrog murders them all by setting their highly flammable costumes on fire yep. before escaping with Trapetta. Uh, critics have actually looked over this work since it came out and pretty much have thought of it as being now a literary form of revenge against a woman named uh, Elizabeth Alette that he knew and who... Like in real life. Who is, like, uh, yeah. yeah, within his social circles. Uh, probably someone of a uh, slightly higher hierarchy who maybe um, maybe disrespected him, maybe dissed I, I him really, a little I, bit. I, I like uh, Hot Frog. Um, if Did, you've ever seen the uh, Tales of Mystery and Imagination as... Uh, uh, I see those every night when I close my eyes and go to bed. Hmm. I do. They're pornographic, but they're the same thing we're talking That's about. pretty much Edgar Allan Poe. They're yeah. mostly populated with midgets, too. You can fit more in. Ooh, yeah. My, my imagination is my so imagination has so cubic yeah. footage. <laughs> like, I, want, I want more fucking weird shit. No, but uh, Arthur Rackham, uh, like a artist who famous in the whatever. I'm unfamiliar uh, with him. Uh, Eighteen hundred. He was a uh, school me, Jerry. School me. He he was a really he's but a great, China. Great illustrator. Uh, you should check him out. Uh, he did yeah. he did, but he did uh, uh tales of mystery and, uh, and imagination after Edgar Allan Poe. But drew he, midgets. He, well, he did really good ones. Like midget still like midgets in fruit bowls without yeah. fruit. Yeah, they will they will uh, seep into your tales of uh, mystery and imagination at night. Okay, we'll have weird Arthur Rackham pen and ink. So you drew the drippy, orangutans, orangutans, orangutans. Yeah, uh, really cool. Anyway, yeah. All right, um, schooling ya. Next, we jump all the way up serious. to uh, 1940. Uh, Disney came out with Pinocchio that oh, yeah, year. Ripped it up, Jesus. Actually, 1937 is when Pinocchio came out. And it was a massive hit for Walt Disney Studios and raised high hopes for their next... Or, I'm sorry, Snow White came out in 37 and raised high hopes yeah, yeah. for their next film, Pinocchio, which came out in 1940. Uh, World War II limited the number of international uh, theaters that were showed the film because, you know, the Nazis were blowing them up. Right. Um, that kind of sucked. Um, ah. And initially, Pinocchio <laughs> was actually... Uh, <laughs> Talk about, it, like, just an under... Oh, my God. Oh, no, she's there. It would kind of suck. Yeah. I, I did try to blow past that as fast as possible, too. You cut me off mid-second mid sentence after it. I know. I just had to point out that that's underselling well, Nazis. Well, because the Nazis blew up so many theaters in international uh, marketplaces, not only did it kind of suck, but Pinocchio was a box office Wait. bomb after Snow White's massive hit. <laughs> bomb. True. Ah, I like that. I like that. Um, so with all the issues they were having in February 7th of 1940, they were trying to add extra excitement to the event hey, of Pinocchio away, yeah. in the theaters. So in New York City's uh, Central Theater, they hired 11 dwarves to dress in Pinocchio costumes, hoisted them up to the top of the marquees above the theater where people were first walking in and had them basically dance around. Okay. But um, on one of their breaks, they decided uh... to drink. And when I say drink, they got housed. They they had like a beer and then they're like, oh, that's right, we're well, small. A beer to them is a forty to us. Yeah, yeah. So they probably had two like beers a, each. A few, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they then stripped naked and started playing craps on top of the marquee. <laughs> this is great. Yes. Yes. And this, this is, is in front of all elk. the families and children going in to watch Pinocchio. Is eleven <laughs> of, naked dwarves wasted on a marquee all playing of, craps? Like, the fucking seven dwarves is fucking playing craps on top of. Oh my god, that's amazing. And uh, I wish I could be there. What actually happened was they basically had to call the cops, and the cops uh, had to bring up ladders, take them all down, and drape pillowcases over them to cover their nudity. <laughs> just to cover. Oh my god! Just coming down with like sacks of of little people <laughs> down the ladder, like squirming and fighting for their. Arr, very yep. very leprechaun esque actually. Now, while those eleven dwarves were having fun in the marquee, getting arrested, uh, four years later, um, the seven dwarfs of Auschwitz were having a lot less fun. Really? I'm pretty sure anything of Auschwitz was having less fun than anybody Not Dr. Mengele. 
Well, that, yeah, that guy. Yeah. It's like every day a new Play-Doh set. <laughs> <laughs> this one makes spaghetti hair. <laughs> oh, okay. All yeah. right. Um, so uh, the Ovitz clan uh, from Romania were a family descended from another dwarf named Shimson Orvitz, a comedian and rabbi. Orvitz had 10 children, seven of which were dwarves, three of which were normal-sized people. We'll say average-sized people for the yeah, sake of yeah. argument. Um, and they traveled around as entertainers called the Lilliput Troop. Um, Lilliput <laughs> meaning Lilliputian from the Gulliver's yeah. Travel Story. Said like Lilliput. No, Lilliput. Lilliput. Lilliput Troop. Um, they entertained throughout World War II until they were rounded up in the May of 1944 and sent to Auschwitz. Um, the Nazis didn't like Jews, and these... Uh, wait, 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 back up. <laughs> and these midgets were all they Jews. They didn't like... Oh, my God. <laughs> fucking, you're schooling me now. The Nazis weren't Nazis so keen on the Jews. Not like Jews. I'm writing this down. Okay. Yeah. And these little people were, 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 were Jews. all Jews. And, and they did not like them because they were Jews, not just because they were little people. But also, actually, I think Nazis were also just, in general, Hitler was like, oh, if you suffer like from mental retardation or oh yeah no, it was, it was, it was anyone life. that was considered to be inferior yeah so they were like they fucking really got the shit yeah out they, of were, the they were they were they were deformed jews in the uh -oh, eyes of a nazi um jewish and deformed brain and the uh the dr joseph mengele who i'm sure you know the name of he's one of the most famous nazi scientists um, among oh, yeah. uh, among what he did during World War II was advance uh, me me medical my... <laughs> and scientific uh, studies yep, about yep. 50 years in the span of about three years. Um, anyone out there who recently was cured of a rare cancer from some strange pill, you have uh, Mengele to thank due to his advancements in science and medicine. Yeah, thanks to Mengele. I know I've got his uh, I've got his poster on my wall because of, thanks to uh, Teen Nazi Beat magazine. Well, um, uh, besides all of his uh, astounding medical breakthroughs and um, and uh, help for the future that he provided, uh, mankind, he did some bad things though. He did some bad things, and uh, mainly being a Nazi and killing people and experimenting oh, on them. Oh, you're um, always gonna fucking put that. Oh, yeah. okay. You can't look past my my record. Like, look at all the good things I've done. Oh, oh, everybody's focusing on the Nazi. But he did do one thing. Things. He did keep the Ovitz family from going into the gas chamber. He's um, like, they're funny. Well, he was he was basically curious because they were dwarves and he was into any kind of medical experiment that was basically not sanctionable by regular normal standards of normal culture he was doing the gross dirty weird stuff okay um so he experimented on them he took their blood extracted their bone marrow and ripped their teeth from their jaws uh oh, much better but he actually did take special efforts to keep them healthy and alive so he can continue their tests and do more and more and more uh, they were given better living conditions and food than the other prisoners, and which the <laughs> that's a that's a low bar. Come it on, is, yeah, it is. I mean, it is. better quote unquote. I mean, come on, man. And like, the we're the only ripping shit out of your your face and stuff. We'll right. give you some food that you can gum here. And the taller family members were kept alive and around to help with various tasks, including carrying around and helping their tinier relatives in sacks of uh, in, 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 in pillow in, sacks. In pillow yeah. sacks. Yeah. yeah, of course. Um, only one of the average size brothers was killed in an escape attempt. But all the rest of them, the dwarves and the older siblings, or the taller siblings, um, they all survived Auschwitz and uh, moved on after yeah. that. Uh, they, 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 they immigrated they actually, to Israel. There was a movie that was made of, of them called The Very, Very Tiny Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, continue. continue. Yeah, there was a very touching scene for the brother who had died in the escape attempt called The Smallest Violin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know, oh my God, we're so fucking terrible. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Now we zip uh, ahead all the way to 2011. That's good. Just, okay, just... we're getting out of Nazi territory. That's going to save us some <laughs> some angry letters here. Uh, yeah, in 2011, um, we had our first case of lawmakers trying to repeal a ban on dwarf tossing in right. bars. I actually I tracked dwarf, this. Dwarf tossing's been illegal for a while. In, in, my, in, my, uh, in my job, I actually tracked this. I caught on to it before... Um, uh, John Stewart, I was really excited. I, I saw it in my job. I see a lot of legislation. I saw this pop through, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." And uh, like three weeks later, John Stewart and, and and Stephen Colbert caught onto it, which is too bad because I I should have actually sent it to him. Been like, ah, I got it. But um, too bad we didn't have a show back then. Florida, Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's the best part is, is if this was a regular show and we were doing our old segments, this would be our Floridian segment, right? Um, but yeah, it's, dwarf tossing, of course, is illegal in almost every part of this country. Uh, I, I don't want to say every state because honestly, I can't say that there isn't some backwater Alabama out there. 
you know, you know who you are, Alabama, that might actually still condone it. But uh, Florida, they were actually trying to change the law to make it ille- uh, to make it legal. And legal, it was right? Yeah. Representative yeah. Rich Workman, who workman, work workman, <laughs> workman. Yeah, whatever. He's a workman. He's a workman of Melbourne. Um, he was saying that it's a, it's an archaic kind of Big Brother law. Yeah. Saying that we can't do it. And I think it's funny he brings Big Brother into and, a and dwarf well, tossing argument. And he brings like a Republican argument to it too. And I actually can't remember if he is Republican. Hey, he says or, there's nothing yeah. immoral or illegal about the activity. But he but he's saying uh it, it was taking jobs away and like it was a job killer and stuff like that. that yeah, that some little people actually wanted to do it as a form of yeah, employment. Because people would pay them to do it, of course. But that's like saying I mean, people will pay prostitutes to have sex with them it doesn't mean necessarily the prostitutes should be legal but it know? should i mean that should be actually. yeah and honestly yeah. dwarf tossing should be too if the dwarf's into it yeah if you pick up a little person and throw him that is illegal that is assault if you have a business right, yeah. called dwarf tossing.com and you want to be thrown around for money yeah I, I just don't see how personal liberties. Yeah, I, I guess it's, I can't. No, it's, it's a libertarian argument. Yeah. I, I agree with the libertarians on that, and to some small extent, no pun intended. Huh. Uh, that yes, if someone wants to do something, you should just let them do it. And I think prostitution falls under those same lines. People can does, say yeah. that there's a bad racket in it, that people get sucked into it, that they get forced to. And that, lo- and that if you have it, and they won't necessarily be afforded other opportunities and stuff, which is actually yeah. the other. That's more the liberal argument. But the idea is that you know the the, the argument usually gets thrown around for prostitution at least that uh, once it becomes legal, it's going to get even worse. So many young girls are going to get pulled into this life. You go over to Europe where it's been legal for a while, and it's actually a lot safer in a lot of ways because of the fact there's legal boundaries now in place. Although I do have to say, when it comes to prostitution, because I actually felt that way for a while, but with uh, Sweden's prostitution law, and actually I think Canada recently adopted it, the one that reduces it the most is by making prostitution for the most part illegal, but only actually going after the Johns. You actually allow the women to do it because they're considered the victims. And Johns, who actually huh. purchase it, and that actually reduces it significantly. Interesting. Yeah, I was going to say that it almost makes more sense, almost also, to reduce any uh, structure to that, like get rid of the pimps. Get, well, yeah, get, get rid of the get rid of the asshole men well, in charge of it. If a woman wants to go out on a Saturday night and whore, yeah. let her. But she shouldn't be answering to some dude who's going to beat her up for her money. Yeah, and, and, and stuff. really, what yeah, really, what it comes down to is like that, and it's like also the um, the legalizing like all drugs and stuff kind of comes down to the same thing where you hope by doing it really what you're doing is taking a lot of the uh the force away from the you know the cartels that are doing it the pimps etc etc and actually putting the you know putting the opportunity back on the individual who chooses to do so yeah. it's it's a really really and, weird and we get down to it all of it's touchy even like yeah. dwarf tossing no one's really going to go out and publicly say i support it i mean uh peter dinklage actually has been very 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 uh open about this like saying that it's a horrible thing he actually um in 2012 when he was accepting uh what was the award a golden globe he actually uh name dropped a name what was the guy's name i'm trying to find it here in my notes um mike tindall is that what it is Martin Henderson Martin was Henderson. the name. Okay. He actually named Martin okay. Henderson yep. at the end of his Golden Globes award, uh, award speech just saying, Google it. And the reason why he did that was because it was a 37-year-old dwarf and aspiring actor in the UK who was badly injured after being tossed by a drunk man outside a pub in England. Well, that, and that's that, the, what that sounds tossing. more like an assault charge kind of thing than an activity that's... Uh, Sporting, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the, but the uh, but that's where like the, all the dwarf tossing in Florida, at least, uh, were they're at these pubs and they're like drunk, uh, frat boys essentially who are like having fun. They toss the, the dwarfs and you know so the, yeah. You I guess you could put some public safety aspects into there. Yeah, so. no, I I mean when you get right down to it, I guess like if if it's, keeping if it's it illegal there, is fine. Let's just leave the law the way it is since it is the way it is. Yeah, the three or, or four or if people. It's, if it's there and it's legal, like then you have to put some new regulatory concerns right. in there. Like, what do you, what do, you do to, pro- like, to protect them? Like, the, you got, then all of a sudden they got, like, helmets on and shit, whatever. But, and then it becomes over-regulated and Republicans, you know, bitch about that, too. Now, uh, to get off that touchy subject, uh, we're gonna move into urban legends. I like I, those. I was surprised to see that there were a lot of urban legends surrounding uh, midgets and dwarves. Leprechaun. And one of my favorite. Willow. Those are movies, not urban legends. Do you know the difference? <laughs> Are you, do we need to actually like? Wait, but the movie *Urban Legend* is both. 
<laughs> well played, good sir. Well played. Okay. Um, um, school me. I actually found two serial killer urban legends surrounding dwarves. Uh, did okay. you get a chance to read any either? No, of these? None, none of these. No. Nope. Okay. The first one is basically it's a it's a case that is purported to be the only documented case of a little person serial killer. Uh, it is an urban legend. There is nothing to back it up. But essentially, it's about Bradley Chopper Smith, who oh, died in 1949. It. Oh my god, a movie needs to be made. Come on, Chopper. Bradley Chopper. Chopper. Fucking he, great, he earned man. the name, nickname Chopper because he would kill people and then chop off their legs at the knees. He was deeply psychologically <gasps> disturbed and wanted everyone to be a midget. Dude, that's great. Yeah. Oh my god. He like there's these scenes of him like dancing around with a fucking person with the legs. who's still alive, but like the legs are chopped oh, on off their stumps. Weird, like fucking them weird like David Lynch it's scene. It's a small world after And the person all. just going, oh god, oh god. It's a small like, world The fucking bone nub. Just, oh, and he's like fucking it's slow dancing with them. After all. Oh, let's make that movie right now. Wait, you know this? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. I'm with you. I'm, with I'm you. telling you, urban legends and movies, they're fucking going hand in hand. Um, the thing with that one is, though, is that uh, there actually is no evidence that uh, this ever happened in any way, shape, or It doesn't or matter. It's going to make a great movie. Um, the urban legend goes on to say that he killed 31 people. Uh, all over the height of six foot two. Let's make it fifty-five people. We'll and that he was one of the cruelest serial killers of all time. Uh, that's not really that. He possible. was four foot two, weighed eighty pounds. Was born in San Diego, California, oh, so in nineteen eleven, and died on October eleventh, nineteen forty-nine, at the age of thirty-eight. Hmm. Uh, uh, the, he died after stumbling on a victim he was dismembering with a chainsaw. And wait, what? Oh, literally, oh, he stumbled. stumbled. Yeah, he not stumbling upon him. Like, hey, buddy. That's but what like, I thought too. He, yeah, he was. He like tripped on a victim and, and uh, impaled himself. himself on his own chainsaw. Yeah. All right. So that's it's a great urban legend as far as they go. Yeah, and could make a great movie. Therefore, urban legend equals movie still. So mm. you still need to school me. Now this the second serial killer one. Um, there's three versions of it. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the third one. Um, this one says. A few years ago, a mother and father decided they needed a break, so they wanted to head out for a night on the town. When the babysitter arrived, the two children were already fast asleep in bed, so the babysitter just got to sit around and make sure everything was okay with the children. Later that night, the babysitter got bored, and so she wanted to watch TV, but she couldn't watch it downstairs because mm -hmm. they didn't have cable downstairs. The parents didn't want their children to watch too much garbage. So she called them and asked if she could watch cable TV in the parents' room. Of course the parents said it was okay, but the babysitter had one final request. She asked if she could cover up the large clown statue in the bedroom with a blanket or cloth because it made her feel nervous. The phone line went silent for a moment and the father said, take the children and get out of the house. We'll call the police. We don't own a clown statue. Oh. The children and babysitter were murdered by the clown. It turned out the killer was a clown. Wait, the, Wait. the clown was a killer. She was okay with the killer in the corner, but the fucking fact that it was dressed up as a clown. Oh my god! Wait a minute, we own a killer, but not a clown. Get out of the house. The killer's a clown. I love that. Such a good faux pas. I did not mean to mess that up that bad. That's awesome. Yeah, he was that, No, that is creepy. That's like one yeah. of those uh, the scary stories to tell in the dark kind of things where you're like, oh my God, get out of the house. Yeah. I like that. That's really good. Uh, um, again, would make a good, well, not really a good movie, but like a good short in one of those like, uh, you know, uh, collections of horror stories or whatever. The ABCs of death. Yeah, exactly. It could be a very, very short tale done very dramatically. Yeah. In, like the fart bar video, That's actually. So, that, I love it. Yeah. The, 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 we don't have a clown statue. Yeah, wait, a, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. But it kills people. So, sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry, we only have a killer. <laughs> yeah, we, we have a killer, but it's just not dressed up as a clown. Get out of the house! All right. That, that was good. I like that. All right. And uh, then we also have the uh, the strange tale of the Midget Mansion. Midget Mansion! And this is, uh, this is about a mansion in San Antonio that was actually built to the specific size of a midget family. Uh, husband, wife, Unlike kids. Unlike the, the towns, which are like a this, whole is, town. this, this is, is just one, one house in a neighborhood. One little mansion. Um, the father of the family was a su successful businessman in the 1920s, and the house was built exactly to his specifications, meaning it was smaller than all the houses around it, but it was a mansion by all regards. It is huge. Like 41 houses, I mean 41 rooms and fucking 16 bathrooms and 17 clown statue murderers. And well, speaking of murderers, um, the rumor and the, the urban legend goes that the father went mad and murdered his entire family and then himself for unknown reasons. 
and the mansion has then been abandoned for decades and decades, falling into ruins, and there are rumors of shadowy figures and disembodied noises emanating from that location and from the rooms uh, to this day. Okay. Yep. Um, let's see. How are we doing on time, by the way, for the show? Let's... Oh, we, we got a little time. A yeah. little time. Uh, I'm going to skip the next one, and I'm going to go on to the Wizard of Oz Munchkin Suicide. Oh, I've heard about this. You You've heard the, about this one? Is this like the one where you can see the Munchkin Suicide? Yeah, apparently in one of the background the hang, the scenes, hangings. there's a... there's a Which is actually a crane. There's but, a little yeah. person yep. hanging from a tree, and it looks like a suicide. Yeah, but it's actually a crane. Yep. Um, yeah, it could be a crane. It could be practically anything. Or it could be a munchkin committing suicide. What I, Well, what I think makes this story actually kind of special is that the scenes with the munchkins were shot after the scene that they think the munchkin suicide is in, meaning none of them had been on set yet. Okay. All right. So that based on shot order on how the movie was made, it's impossible. Just starting right or there. Or just one, one really like... Or it's like highly what, improbable. There's a munchkin that really wanted to fucking kill himself, and it's like, I'm going to make a splash. I'm going to go on. I'm going to show up three days early. And I'm going to kill myself. And right where this crane is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen <laughs> it. I've, I've watched it. And actually, you can see it on YouTube. You can zoom in on it. And all yeah. That, or they have Does it, it look like it? I've never seen this. All it is is you see like a, like something fall and then like, you know, move dangle. left. Yeah, dangle. You know? Okay. Um, in, in the very background, it's like kind of, but then if if you actually when and you're like, oh my god, it could be. But then when people start pointing out, like, oh, if you look to the left and right, you can see there's a large like, you know, uh, it, what looks like a crane like thing, kind of pointing up, and then lo- you, you lose it, and then uh, and yeah. So I guess huh. it's like a crane was it was it was bad. I don't know, bad timing for a crane to fuck up or whatever. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe a munchkin fucking hung himself from a crane. Yeah, it was it was very quickly debunked I, as far as I could tell. Like people have been talking I about like it for years, that, but it, like years ago already, they were like, "No, no one's yeah. dead in that scene. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Stop it." And now with the internet and people zooming in on shit and all that kind of stuff, it's pretty pretty much not. I like to think that uh, uh, one of the Munchkins hung himself from a crane. So you, the I best love, of both worlds, everybody. I love these film mistakes that back then they were like, "No one will ever catch it." Never knowing that we get to a point where things would be super clear and <laughs> yeah. plausible and zoomable. Yeah. Like, like, bat, we've got, like we've got it in HD somehow. Like, like wasn't even fucking filmed in HD. We have it in HD now. <laughs> exactly. Bad Santa has a black midget in it. No one thought they would catch that. But now yeah. with HD TVs, he's clearly black. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody has made a version of that with nothing but black midgets. <laughs> or they should. <laughs> Stare at you blankly. All right. All right. And uh, we actually have a, a single web dropping this week. Uh, let's call it a, a dwarf dropping. Oh, well, yeah, let's go, let's, go, let's, let's head into D and D territory here with a dwarf right. dropping. The dwarf, right, right. yeah, words. <laughs> it's alliteration. Yes. Two. I mean, it doesn't really count. Dwarf dropping. Road tripping dwarf arrested with urine filled bottle in underage sex sting. Hmm. Yeah. Sex sting. Yes. Not sex sting. Oh, we need to go back to our uh, our sex old TV show. Space. There's, there's probably a lot of people who uh, prostitution sting. sting. Oh my goodness! Yeah, a lot of our newer listeners who didn't actually go back and listen all the way back to our NBC lineup <laughs> that we made in like episode like 10. episode ten, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it was way prostitution back then. sting. We're, we're judge it, fuckers and prostitution sting. Prostitution sting is where sting goes along on ride alongs on prostitution stings and live right, yeah. tweets them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and he may have even taken part. In, I don't know. I would have to listen to. I think I he no. I think he's just like in the way. Yeah, and then stands in the corner while the arrests are happening, live tweeting, you. and it appears yeah. on the screen like, what, what the he fuck tweets. Is Sting doing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Judge Fuckers. Judge. That was the secret lives of judges. Yep. After hours, I might have to listen to that episode. Yeah, we had a bunch of great ideas for the NBC's fall lineup for this uh, we past used to, year. We used to be good. Yeah. Yeah, the show used to be quality. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just. Quantity. Just, <laughs> <now there's, laughs> not even. We got one topic this time. <laughs> so um, let's see this story. Yeah, All right. <laughs> need to get back into it. Sorry. Sex sting. Yeah. So a uh, four foot tall, ten inch, which is almost not a midget. That's just like a really short dude. I think so. Didn't we say four? Four foot four three. three we right? thought was actually the cutoff, but so <laughs> uh, cutoff. Uh, so this is Danny DeVito. Yeah, style. Danny DeVito height. Yeah. Uh, Christopher Lanning, 40 years old, was in such a hurry to have sex with what he thought was a 14-year-old girl. That he, well, well, yeah. I mean, you don't check the stove for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that fucker's on. It stays on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. 
continues it. <laughs> he drove from Kansas to Florida. Holy shit, that's a way. Making almost no stops and bypassing bathroom breaks. But according to Longwood Police spokesman Kevin Tuck, Lanning was arrested in an undercover sting operation the department uh, called to catch a predator. I'm guessing if this has anything to do with the show. Uh, when he pulled into a gas station right next to the high school where he believed the teenager uh, to be a student at was, uh, the teenager he was chatting with online turned out to be an undercover officer. Uh, Tuck said, and this is Officer Tuck, said the police found a officer bottle of Tuck, urine of in his car, which he reportedly reeked of <laughs> human waste. Oh. It, it was pretty bad, he said. Um, when the 90-pound landing faced the judge Wednesday, he reportedly asked for a favor and then requested to go home. He told the judge he was not a flight risk, nor did he have a, ma- a record of major trouble to law. He added, I made a major mistake in judgment. <laughs> yeah. His uh, bond was set at $15,300, and he was ordered not to use the computer or the internet. Oh, okay. And he's up on an array of charges, including traveling to meet a child for sex and transmitting obscene material to a minor, blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I, decided, I decided if you went from Topeka to Tampa Bay, which is about halfway through Florida, uh, it takes about 20 hours. So he drove for 20 hours straight peeing in a bottle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if it was one of those airplane bottles. That would bottles. be like, that would be like major. I wonder if it was one of those airplane bottles. Oh. <laughs> oh, you. I wonder if he wanted the 14-year-old because she was like his, you know, stature. Maybe maybe it, maybe he's not a pedophile. Maybe he's just like, I don't know any good hot midget women, so I'm going to go after a, a young person. Oh, thank you so much, you're a pedophile. Thank you so much, you're a pedophile. <laughs> you think he's a pedophile? Yeah, because I think fucking 14-year-old when you're... When you're not, maybe a, he's a road you're trip not, enthusiast who really likes pep rallies. Yeah, oh yeah, like oh man, I gotta, I gotta take twenty hours. Fucking <laughs> maybe nonstop. her dad worked for rentadwarf.com and she, he's trying to get in. That's right. Oh to yeah, to her and the new job. So he's like, he's gonna sleep with the daughter to what, like, make the dad like maybe respect he was gonna, him. Maybe and... he was gonna enroll in high school and see if he could pass himself off as a teenager. Stewie did it once in Family Guy, and that wasn't weird. <laughs> let's uh, let's. Oh, that's a great movie, man. He put, uh, Stewie pulled his pants out in the high school oh, yeah, too because of his yeah. dick, and, and they had a little dick, and everyone made fun of him. Yeah, yeah. Poor Stewie. Poor Stewie. I get most of my facts from Family, Family Guy. Guy. Yep, yeah, me too. Very, very informative. Yeah, and a lot of the, it's even the like the cutaway segments. I get a lot of facts from those, even though I know those just make fiction. me go, oh yeah, that happened. Yeah, hey, I, that's <laughs> a memory I didn't remember. Yeah, that's pop culture <laughs> mixed with other pop culture. Remember where those two pop culture things fucked? That's great. Well, um, I, I hate to call this this episode out short, but we may be uh, ending it. It's about time, right? In uh, an wait. abbreviated nature. What do we have? Let's see. Uh, what do we have? We have what? some shout outs to do for ourselves. I mean, we have to tell people to go to lostonepodcast.com. We, we we're we're going to have some. Uh, we'll figure out what to go out on. Yeah, point. we're not doing the five star review this week. For no, we're going to do the next week. But we're gonna... People should also go to Twitter and go to at the Lost Note Podcast uh-huh. and at Sonic Jalopy to talk to us. Right, right, right. Um, and uh, and we'll figure out some song. Should go to Facebook and like our Facebook page. Can we come up? Does uh, they does... should go to Audible and get a free book. Does Willow have any? We have, songs a, we have out? a YouTube page. That's that's right. We got that. You should uh, you should play a song by Too Short. Oh, okay, perfect. We're gonna go on to some Too Short this week. Yeah. Okay. Or, or we'll go on to that. Like I wish it was a little bit oh. tall. No, too short. Ooh, Good that's problem. a good one. That's uh that's a uh, um, um, that guy. Yeah. I actually called that. Someone started Tomorrow's singing that in front of me the other day, and Tomorrow's I actually knew the name of him. If you weren't singing, I could probably think of it. But you can keep singing. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see what else we have going on. Let's do a little housekeeping since we're uh, we, we're early. We'll go out on one of those. Yeah. Um, uh, at the end of April, we will be doing our first live show in New York, oh, and yes. uh, um, ChaseCon. Right? We will be at ChaseCon. We're actually going to have Chase from ChaseCon, the uh, the guy who's the ringmaster of this entire event, uh, on the show uh, the last weekend of March. Uh, we'll be talking to him about the uh, convention, and um, right. that's a little something coming up in the future. And um, we'll announce it again. We've got another interview coming up, probably at some point before then. Yeah, we, 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 uh, we think we nailed that down already. Yeah, we'll wait till it gets a little more settled. Uh, also, next... uh, check out uh, Horror in the Court. We're about to launch our third episode officially. And we apologize to anyone who's been wondering what the hell happened. We had some <laughs> bad audio with the first two, and then nothing happened for two months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we we, uh, did, we we had to learn from our mistakes. We had to get past some illnesses. We had yeah. to get past some holidays. Holidays and all we're that. Finally we're finally back. back. We're gonna do. We're gonna do a. a, a, a if, if we can tease it now, we're just going to yes. do some uh, Friday the 13th versus Nightmare. Now, we're going, like, big this time. Yeah, we're Jason fucking, versus Freddy. We're, we're coming back with a splash. Everything's going to be perfect. Um, in the next 
couple weeks probably. You can check for that. We're going to be recording it this week coming up. Yep. So so uh, just make sure to go to iTunes and subscribe to Horror in the Court and If you Lost actually check podcast. out the Lost at Home Podcast uh, network, right, you can get both of those, you know, yep. like on the same same network. So. Yeah, typing uh, Lost Home Podcast in the search bar on iTunes actually brings up both because yeah. I set them up as a network. Uh, make sure to leave five-star reviews for both. We are working on our album. Um, what is it? Five Stars and Beyond the Pale? Probably, we're, yeah. We're working, yeah. working title at the working moment. Working title, yeah. We'll see. Um, when, when it's all said and done, we'll see what happens. And we're trying to figure out what to do with that. If anyone out there has suggestions on how you'd like to see that presented when it's a final complete album, let us know. Uh, mm-hmm. We're thinking of Maybe putting it out there for free or maybe putting it out there behind a paywall with some other content. We're not sure. Yep. Uh, there's a good regardless chance it might anybody, just be free. No matter what, anybody who leaves a five-star review will get a free copy of that regardless. So we will send that to you. Sounds good. Um, if we can find you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true, actually. You got you to gotta let us know. Um, we'll reach out. But, uh, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, look for uh, the, the five-star review next week and uh, our one-year anniversary, which we are doing nothing really special for but we should uh, uh we should talk a little bit about our first year maybe like a year in retrospective almost yeah just like real quick and just be like wasn't that great but i'd like to at least hit on some of the guest stars we've had some of the great people who have helped that's us true. get to where we got to that's right um be right. nice if we could even have one of them pop on real quick and congratulate us absolutely pat our backs but you know yeah. it's kind of hard to get someone to come on and talk us up pat our backs yeah yeah we'll see we'll figure something out for next week well that'll work all right. So uh, to everyone who's out there and who has been listening over this past year, thank you very much. And yeah. we uh, we hope you're with us next week still to hit our one-year mark. So thank we you all. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Have fun. Take care. Hey, this is radio station WSKEE. We're taking calls on the wish line, making your wacky wishes come true. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six form father. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leoshi because she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time everywhere I go and even in my dreams. I can scheme a way to make her mine because I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball, so how am I going to compete with that? Because when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked and in some cases never picked at all. So I just lean up on the wall or sit up in the bleachers with the rest of the girls who came to watch they man ball. Dad, y'all, I never understood black weather jocks get the fly girls and me, I get the hood rats. I Tell them scat, skittles, kebabble Got hit with a bottle and sit in a hospital for talking that mess I confess it's a shame when you living in a city That's the size of a box and nobody knows your name Glad I came to my senses Like quick, quick, got sick, sick to my stomach Overcoming by thoughts of me and her together, right? So when I asked her out, she said I wasn't a type I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a baller I wish I had a girl who looked good, I would call her Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat I wish I was a little bit taller, I wish I was a baller, I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her, wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-form ball. I wish I had a brand new car, so far I got this hatchback, and everywhere I go, your wife gets laughed at, and when I'm in my car, I'm laid back, I got an A-track and a spare tire in the back seat, but that's flat, and you want to know what's really whack, see I can't even get a date, so what you think of that, I heard that prom night is a bomb night with a hood rat, you can hold tight, but really though,
that fresh. Everybody wants to get down like that. Wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-four parlor. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had. 